Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. As you can see, I'm on location once again. I am in Maui. Yeah, this is Maui part two. Isn't it crazy? The other hotel that I was at the first time I was here in Maui was in a different location, obviously. Uh, I didn't have a cool view like this, uh, but this time, because I'm at a different hotel and I have a longer layover, I wanted to record outside this time and give you guys the uh, beautiful view. I'll try to see if I can pan towards the end of the episode, pan around to show you the rest of it, but I might not because I don't know how I'm going to do this because I have my laptop in my lap. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I might just share it on my Instagram so you guys can see it. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Hey, and I have myself... Like, it feels like the camera is a lot higher than normal. And I'm not taking up most of the screen. Or it's really... I mean, I'm focused, but again, I want you guys to look at something really pretty. Because I think it's really pretty and it's dope. Um... Let's start off with top of the top of the show stuff. You can find me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO, Twitter at Jesus Show NTO, Facebook the Jesus Show not that one, TikTok at the Jesus Show not that one, YouTube type in the Jesus Show not that one or the Jesus Show NTO, and you can email me your questions, comments, concerns to the Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. I tried something very different this time around. So this trip was out of Denver. I live in Vegas. I was trying, I had three days off and I was trying to look for trips. Allie was nice enough that she worked my Super Bowl trip that got back, what was it yesterday, Monday? Yes, I got back Monday so that I can stay home and watch the Super Bowl. Not that I really care about the Super Bowl. Like I don't, I'm not a huge fan of football, but I do enjoy watching the Super Bowl. And I was going to, you know, maybe order some pizza, have a few brews to myself, hang out with the dogs, and then that didn't necessarily pan out. I realized, oh, I'm going to pick up this trip, which I'm on. I have to wake up early and none of that worked out but it was fine because I did I did watch the game and the Rams won I thought I it, in the beginning I thought maybe the Bengals were going to pull it off just because they went they went away to to, uh, to beat the Titans they went away to beat Kansas City which I thought Kansas City is a really good team on the road or at home uh, the Bengals were on the road so I thought maybe they'll pull it out and then the day before, like, I was going to put some money on it because I was like, oh, let me put, like, 20 bucks on it just to see. And then I didn't because I thought, no, I think the Rams are going to win it because they're at home. They did beat Tim Brittany in Tampa Bay. Um, so I just thought, no, I think they have too much more momentum. And I also, I like uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I wanted him to win a Super Bowl. I wanted Stafford to win a Super Bowl. Um, and there's another guy for the Rams. He's a guy that 
I think his name is Donald. Donald something. I can't remember. Don't don't quote me on that. He made the last play of the game defensively to stop the Bengals and secure the victory for the Rams. Uh, that guy's really good. So I I had it off, and then I started looking at trips. So I looked at trips out of because. I'm base I think I told you guys I'm based out of Chicago now. I was looking at it I was looking at trips to pick up in Vegas. There was nothing. San Fran, there were some trips, but they weren't great. They weren't terrible, but they weren't great. And then I even looked at LA out of LA. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Then I thought, why not check over in Denver? Maybe Denver has something. That's worth my wild. Or even cool. And I did. And I saw this. It was one leg from Denver to Maui. 28 hour layover. And then one leg back from Maui to Denver. And I thought, cool. The only crappy part is I had to commute in. And I think I got there. I think this check-in was at 12.30. I think I got to Denver at 9. Which was fine. Um... I was able to take a nap in the crew room for a couple hours, and then I ate, I ate something, uh, I got a little snack, and then I got on the plane, and then here I am, and this is fantastic. If you walk from where I'm at behind me, I came out of the hotel going this way, and I went all the way down maybe, maybe a mile? Maybe a little less than a mile? I think it's a little less than a mile. Maybe almost a mile. Uh, there's an ABC store over there. I got some snacks. I got Allie her candy. What else did I get? Oh, I tried this coconut hef. I saw it and I thought, mm, but how good can it be? And then I saw another, what other beer was it? Oh, there was a cream ale, Honolulu Brewer, Honolulu Brewing Company or Honolulu Brew Company. I can't remember what it is. Anyways, Honolulu something and I saw the cream ale and I go oh maybe I'll try the cream ale but I, was, I said no I really want to try the coconut hef and I'm happy I did try the coconut hef because it was really good it is really good um, damn it now I just I just thought about it I should have got a six pack to take back home with me that's okay Hopefully, I'll be able to pick up another one of these trips, and then I can do it then, or I do have plenty of time still. Anyways, that's beside the point. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, which I, to I totally forgot. I don't do the... Okay, when it comes to Valentine's Day, I don't... I've, n I've never been one to celebrate it. I'm not one to see a day on the calendar and go, oh, um, you know, for Valentine's Day, oh, this is the day of love. This is the day you have to buy your loved one flowers and candies. I, I hate that shit. I've never been about that. Um, I mean, I, because I surprised Allie with a wedding, maybe this is the only Valentine's Day that I can get away with not doing anything. Um, but, I mean, she's never been one. We've never, now that I think about it, I don't think we've ever celebrated 
on the day because we've been flying or when we have been I don't think we've done anything she's never been one to tell me like oh you have to give me stuff on this day no um yeah I just forgot yesterday was Valentine's Day and I thought maybe I should have done something because it was our first Valentine's together but then I didn't so if I was supposed to I'm sure she'll let me know and then I'll let you know if I fucked up. <laughs> my first, some of my first duties as a husband. Let's see. All right. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about is this, is this is older news. This is not breaking news. This is not brand, brand new news. But Matt Turner, the goalie for the New England Revolution, is going to Arsenal in the summer. That's fucking amazing. Um, I wasn't aware that he was undrafted, which, right, he was undrafted. I think that's what I read. So to come in to the league, to play under Bruce Arena, one of the greatest coaches uh, in MLS history, in U.S. soccer history, have an amazing season last year to be part of a team that broke the MLS points record. It was 72 and they broke it and it was they they uh they got 73 points last year last season to win the supporter shield. Um Matt Turner also became the number 1 goalkeeper for the US men's national team. Uh that's that's fucking hell of an accomplishment on Matt Turner's part. That's amazing. And then now for him to be going to Europe and playing with one of the biggest clubs in England is amazing. And the Premier League is fantastic. I hope nothing but the best for him. Um, you know, I, I, I just keep hoping that he continues uh, his great run of success um, because, damn, it's just it's, 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 it's cool to watch. Something... More recent when it comes to the Revs, this news was broken yesterday, which if it was, I felt like it was a couple weeks, maybe a week coming, that it would just kind of linger there. Is he, is he not, is he, is he not? Uh, but Josie Altador is now with the Revs. Amazing. Uh, he adds another layer to the attack for the Revs. I'm excited to see how they're going to use him, if he's going to be coming off the bench. If he's going to be a starter going maybe 70 minutes, maybe going 80 minutes, I don't know, maybe going full 90s, I have no clue. Um, but I've always been a fan of Josie Altador. You know, when he first came in the league, then when he left MLS, and then when he came back to MLS. Um, you know, I think he should be playing for the U.S. men's national team, but I'm not the coach, and I don't make those decisions. And... I haven't really been keeping up with the U.S. men's national team. Like, I can't name everybody like I used to. Uh, but the guys we have now, they're, they're doing a good job. I think they could do better, but, you know, there's always room for improvement. You know, Josie is older, um, but definitely not, not old to where he can't play a part in the U.S. men's national team. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. 
Um, yeah, so that news broke yesterday. And I went, what? That was dope. So I'm happy that Josie is with the Revs. Um, sorry, I'm deleting stuff that I'm talking about to you guys right now. So that I don't re-talk about it. Because I was just looking at my notes about me picking up the trip out of Denver. Um, yeah, going back to that real quick. I didn't... I think the only the only time that I would ever pick up a trip that I'm not based out of... I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. Pick up a trip that I haven't been based out of or that I don't live there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done this. I think this is the first time that I've picked up a trip where I haven't lived or been based at. So that's... Yeah, it's different. Um, there's two things that I wrote down that I want to talk to you guys about. One of them is... I made a comment... Oh, I have it in my email. That's what it is. Okay. See? Things I should have done before the show started. And I didn't. I've talked to you guys before about where we live. I've talked about how... I think I've talked about... The poop problem we have at the apartment complex. Have I told you guys that? I don't know if I have. I'm trying to think. Not that I need to think about it right now. I mean, I do need to think about it. But if I'm wrong, there's no test, so it really doesn't matter. Anyways, the apartment complex that we live in, there's a problem with people not picking up their dog's shit. You'll find it everywhere. We found dog poop um, on the grass area. We found dog poop on the rocks. We found poop in the middle of the sidewalk. Um, some people, we haven't. We've talked to some neighbors who have said that there's been dogs that have pooped right outside their door. So like if, if you weren't paying attention, you would step in dog shit, which I think is disgusting. Another place we've been finding a lot of dog poop is in the dog park. Now, you might be saying, but Jess, it's a dog park. Isn't that where, like, do you want them to poop there? Or do you want them to poop all over the apartment complex? I want them to poop wherever their heart desires. I don't give a shit where dog poops. The thing that irritates me, what pisses me off, does it piss me off? I don't think it pisses me off. Uh, maybe it pisses me off a little bit. The thing that irritates me outrageously right outrage irritate the thing that irritates the fuck out of me is when a dog takes a shit and then the owner doesn't pick it up that's my issue if it's if it's in the middle of the wilderness fine don't pick it up it's it's the wild you know like it's 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 outdoor there's animals and stuff out there. If your dog takes a shit in the wilderness on a path that everybody walks on, maybe cover it up with some dirt. 
maybe get a stick or something and try to push it off the trail so nobody inadvertently steps in your dog shit. Um, but even that, I'm like, mm, what if there's like coyote shit or bear shit or goat shit, any kind of deer shit, right? And you step in that, you're not going to, like, you can't get pissed off at anything other than like, man, I wasn't paying attention. So even if your dog does take a shit on a wilderness walk, path, walking path, and you don't, you know, move it. I mean, it's not that big of a deal because I feel like I should have been paying attention in the wilderness because any, any animal shit can be out there. That's the only time that I feel like you don't have to pick your dog shit up. You just let your dog be free and enjoy nature. But at an apartment complex, in a dog park, here's, here's the other thing that irritates the shit out of me. At our apartment complex, there's many dog pickup stations. There's a trash can designated for the dog poop. And there's always plenty of poop bags so that you, you know, if you don't, if you leave the house and you don't have one and your dog's taking a shit, there's one close by. They have plenty of them. So for people not to pick up around the apartment complex is rude as shit. And somebody told me one time, well, what if they're just not paying attention? That's fair. You don't have to pay attention to your dog, but also, what the fuck are you doing that's so goddamn important that you can't pay attention to your dog? You know, if somebody leaves their house to go outside with their dog, right? What are you taking the dog out to do? Most people take their dogs out just to take a shit. To shit and piss is what they do. Because a lot of people, I feel, have small dogs. And the small dogs... You can keep them inside all day. And people, oh, no, that's fine. They don't need a backyard. They don't need a this. It's a little dog. Fine, whatever. That's fine. I don't care what you do with your dog. But then you go, oh, but the dog needs to go outside. To do what? To shit and to piss. And I've seen some of our neighbors who have little dogs who aren't paying attention. They're on their phone like this and their dog is shitting. And then they just keep walking. There was one lady a couple months ago who she ran out of her apartment close to the Chipotle. She ran out and the dog, you know, her and her dog, you know, they're running. They get to a little grass patch. The dog takes a shit. They start running back. And I yell at the lady. I said, hey, are you going to pick that shit up? And she's like, oh, I don't have a, a. I think she was Hispanic. I don't, she's like, I don't have any bags. I go, fucking pick it up. Granted, where she took her dog to take a shit, just on the other side of the grass, there's a dog cleanup station. There's poop bags. So that for her to yell back, I don't have any, it's, no, bitch, you're lazy. That's what it is. You're lazy and inconsiderate to, to your other neighbors because you could have just walked a couple feet to get the poop bag, pick up your dog shit, put it in there, and then go back to your house. But no, you don't, you don't want to do that. 
because it's not your responsibility, right? I don't, I don't, I don't understand how some dog owners make it somebody else's problem. I don't have to pick up the dog shit. Somebody else will. That's rude as shit. Fucking irritates me. And I think I shared with you guys on one of the episodes previously that at the dog park, there's a pooper scooper with a little rake that's in there as well. There's the poop bags and there's the dedicated trash can and then there's another trash can in the dog park. There's all the tools for people to pick up their dog's poop in the dog park. And still, people don't. And I think I shared with you guys, I grabbed the rake and because the boys play in the dog park, I don't want them stepping in shit. Which, a couple weeks ago, Apollo stepped in shit because they were running around and they had just gotten a bath that day. Pissed me and Allie both off. Um, so I go around the dog park and I look at, you know, I look for dog shit and then I scrape it. I fling it into the, to the dirt area that's not on the grass area, the, the artificial grass area. Because I don't want my dog stepping in shit. And it's not my responsibility to pick up for other fucking morons. It's not, it, I, it's not my responsibility. Am I getting it out of the way? Yes. Should I be tossing it in the dirt? Probably not, but I'm not going to fucking pick somebody else's dog shit up because I don't let anybody pick up my dog shit. You know, when I'm... Meaning, when I'm around and I'm taking care of my dogs, I'm that's my responsibility. That's what I'm going to do. You know, if somebody else is watching my dog and, you know, they, they have to pick up the dog shit, then I feel bad for you because they shit is, their, their shits are as big as mine sometimes. And even bigger because Apollo the other day, oh my God, he took a shit so big that it was a two and a half bagger. Like I grabbed it and there was still so much and then I closed that bag and then I grabbed another one and so much. And then two and a half bags. I was like, whoa, buddy, good job. I mean, he got the poison out, which was good, but still, it was a lot. Um, so a couple months ago, when was this? This was... The day, before, the day before my birthday, so about a month ago, a month ago, I was at the dog park, and there was like six dog shits in the park, and this was like day five of seeing dog shit in the dog park every fucking day, in the morning when we first got there, and then in the, in the, uh, in the evening when we would take them. So I see this and I got pissed. And I wrote, here's the other thing. So we have a we have a, a wall. I guess it's like Facebook where we can put comments and stuff and address the community and you know whoever else pays attention to that shit can see it. Um, I by no mean, by no means do I think when I talk people have to listen. Now, that's a little rich, me saying, as I'm talking into a camera, releasing podcasts and YouTube episodes. Um, And I appreciate you guys who listen and watch, but by no means do I think that people need 
to pay attention to me. I don't think people need to listen to what I say. And I don't think, I don't think of myself enough to, to think, oh, when I say something, people are going to listen. People, I'm going to change minds. I don't, I don't think that at all. And at first I thought to myself, should I even write anything on the community wall? And I had this little internal struggle. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And I thought, fuck it. Maybe if I get this thought out, then I won't think about it anymore. Uh, Which I really haven't. Like, I haven't felt frustrated enough to go back on our community wall and write something. But that night that I was at the dog park, I did write something. And I wrote, let's see said, for those who don't know how to pick up after their dogs. Wait, for those people who don't know how to pick up after their dogs. Hey, though. Hey, those people who don't. Oh, okay. I see what I was trying to do. See, I can't even fucking understand. So, so what I tried to say, this was like, this is for those people who don't know how to pick up after their dogs. And I said, hey, those people who don't know how to pick up their dogs. It's Jesse. I'm a resident here as well, and I have two German Shepherds. Yeah, you read that right. Not just one dog, but two. Here's the crazy part. I pick after my I pick up after them always. Isn't that cool? When they brown, also I have to say brown when I write this, because in the community wall if I put poop or shit, it flags it, then it doesn't let you comment. And all the comments have to be reviewed by the ladies in the office and then if they're like okay it's not that bad or yeah what you said was you know it's not you're not using foul language or being a complete dick then then they approve it so i wrote this this had to get approved and then it got approved so again when you hear brown i mean poop or dog shit but i can't say that so i have to put brown okay back to the thing uh when they brown which is usually pretty big like almost as big as when I brown. And I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. So you can only imagine how big that is. It's a simple concept. Your dog browns. Then you as a human pick it up so others don't step in it or have to smell it if it's near their apartment. It's called being a good neighbor. Seems there's a lot of not so considerate neighbors. Maybe those people need to be spoken to like a child or someone of diminished capacities. First, your dog browns. Pick it up. Second, if you don't know how, YouTube it. Third, ask a friend. Fourth, you can even ask me and I'll show you how. Fifth, I'm sure the office ladies will also help you understand how to pick up your dog's brown. And finally, for those who maybe can't read, there are signs around the complex that say pick up, pick up your dog's brown. And if you can't read, just ask a friend to help you out. These are just a few tips from your friendly neighbor, Jesse. That's me. That's what I wrote. And surprisingly enough, it got approved. And I was very happy that it got approved. And I send it, I send that to one of my friends. And before I send it, I said, hey, uh, if you didn't know me, how does that sound? And then he texts me back and goes, it sounds like you're, you're super condescending, you're an asshole, and you're like talking down to somebody. And I said, perfect, that's exactly 
how I wanted that comment to come off. Like I want, I want people to read that comment and go, he's talking about me, that dumb motherfucker. I want to piss those people off is what I'm trying to say. Um, I've even had a couple crew members read it and they're like, whoa, it's a little harsh, don't you think? And I go, I mean, I don't think it's super harsh. Like I didn't call anybody a fucking idiot. Yeah, I said, you know, they're people of diminished capacities, but I mean, I'm not wrong. So after the, after the comment was approved, came out, um, it's still, still, it's still been happening. So it's just, and it, and it goes, it goes to show you that, and it reminds me, it, it humbles me to think like, dude, just because you talk doesn't mean that people are going to fucking listen. Um, but yeah, it's still, it's still happening. It's just, it's annoying as shit, but, and then there has been times where I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should leave Thanatos and Apollo's shit. But I'm like, no, I feel weird. Like I'd feel like an asshole. Um, also, I always have poop bags on me, and I think in the comment I put that I always have poop bags on me. Or maybe that was a comment before. Anyways, I always have poop bags on me, and I'm waiting for somebody to tell me, uh, do you have a poop bag? Because you said you always have them on you. And I go, yeah, actually I do. Here, here's one. Here's a whole roll, actually, because sometimes I carry two rolls, just, just for fun. Um, ooh, something else. Not dog poop related, but dog related. The boys were sent to training for six weeks. And I remember our trainer telling us that we should work on off-leash stuff with him. He said, find a safe space and work on some off-leash stuff. And me and Allie, now that we got the boys back, now that we're trying to move, we've been working a lot. And it's, you know, it's always the back and forth of the schedules. When Allie's gone, I'm home. When I'm home, Allie's gone. It's just the whole thing. Like, she just worked, I believe it was eight days straight. And then I'm going to be four, five, six, four. I'm going to be working for seven. But the difference between myself and Allie is I'm, I'm fortunate enough that tomorrow when I get home... Like, I get to go home. I'll unpack, I'll repack, and then I'll take a nap. I'll hang out with the boys in Alley. Uh, but then I leave that night, like at midnight. Um, I think I'll only be home for 12, 11, 12 hours. But the luxury I have is that I get to go home and I get to see them at least. Um, Allie, when she was gone, she didn't. She flew out of Chicago, back into Chicago. Her dad picked her up and then she stayed with her parents and then the next day she went back to work on another trip, did her stuff and then came back, like I said, uh, Monday, well after I had left. Um, so at least I'll, I'll have a little break to come back home, which will be nice. And I'm sure it was nice for Allie to go home and see her parents, you know, even for, for the day. Um, and then we're, I mean, I'm getting really excited to head to L.A. 
I think I said that in the last episode, or maybe it was a baby update. Can't remember. Uh, we're going to be going to, we're going to drive out to L.A. What is it? The 20, on the 21st, on Monday. We're going to drive out. We're going to leave our place early. Hopefully, we'll get down to Hermosa, Hermosa, Manhattan around maybe 12, 11, 11, 12. Um, we're going to have some sushi at our favorite sushi place. See some friends. And then we're staying in Anaheim. And then the 22nd and 23rd, we're going to the parks. We're going to Disneyland and California Adventure. Because um, Allie, wanted, Allie wanted to go on a, what, what, did they call, what is it called again? A baby, baby moon, I think. Baby boom moon, moon. Baby, baby hump lump moon, baby moon. I don't know. Something where you do something before the baby comes. Uh, and it'll be nice. And then I believe the 24th, we're going to my mom's house and spending all day there. And then in the morning of the 25th, early on the 25th, we're driving back home. And uh, we're sending the boys to daycare so that because we're going to be at, the, at Disneyland for two days, I didn't want my mom to have to watch the dogs because, again, they're not her responsibility. They're our responsibility. I'm sure my mom would have been fine with it, but also, like, nah, she already has three dogs. She doesn't need two big German Shepherds being assholes when they want. Um, so we're going to do that, and then uh, we'll come back the 25th, pack the 25th, 26th. I don't know when the movies are coming the 27th, and then the night of the 27th, we're staying at a hotel. And then we're driving on the 28th to Indiana. Uh, and today's the 15th, so things are moving very quickly. I don't know if I shared with you guys, but my first trip back in Chicago, it made everything super real for me. On the way there, oh yeah, that was a trip that I forgot my AirPods. So like I started watching one of my movies on my phone without sound, just with the captions. Because I'm not one of those assholes who listens to things super loud so everybody else needs to fucking hear it. Um, no. Because I have manners. I do, I, I have, I do do this thing where somebody on the plane, if they're listening to something, whether it's Instagram their Snapchat, a video from a friend, a YouTube video, a movie, anything where there's sound and it's super loud, I'll go up to them and I go, oh, here's some headphones. And sometimes people go, oh, I don't need headphones. I go, yeah, you do. Everybody can hear that and I'm sure they don't want, they don't want to. And then they just kind of look at me. And then either they turn it down to where I can't hear it anymore or they just turn, you know, turn the sound off or whatever uh but yeah that's that's rude as shit i fucking hate when especially as a passenger when i'm sitting on the plane and the person next to me you start playing shit i've looked at them before and twice have i told them 
You want to turn that down? They haven't said anything. They just look at me like, oh. And I don't, un I don't understand how people get so are so fucking oblivious to things like that. Like, oh yeah, my sound was loud. Yeah, you dumb motherfucker. What do you, what do you think? You think you're the only one that can he that hears your phone? Like, are you stupid? Anyways, uh, on the way to Chicago. It started feeling really real, like, oh, shit, we're moving again. Oh, that's right, because we're having a baby. Holy shit, that's right, we got married. Like, whoa. I honestly thought that all of this stuff was going to scare the shit out of me. That was one of the reasons why I didn't want to get married one of the reasons why I never wanted to have kids. There's other reasons, but one of was me knowing that I'm going to have a kid. Am I going to, like, is that, am I going to think about it? Is it going to be too much pressure? Am I going to run away? Like my dad did? Like, is that, whoa. But I haven't, I haven't felt like that at all. The only thing I keep thinking of is, okay, cool. I have a pay raise coming up for my job. We're in contract negotiations. Hopefully, you know, we get a pay raise. And, you know, when Allie stops working uh, to stay home and be pregnant, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work a lot. And then I want to make sure that maybe I can take a month a month off, hang around with her and the baby, give her a break, and then go back to working because I don't know how long she's going to want to stay out of work, but it seems like taking a year off, and it sounds, it sounds more luxurious than it is, because when people go, oh yeah, you know new moms just take a year off and it's like mm, but it, it i mean it that's what they're doing they're taking a year off from work but they're not taking a year off from responsibilities like they just got a, a fuck ton more responsibilities so maybe stepping away from work for a year maybe that sounds a little better because that's the only thing you're doing you're just stepping away from work you're not taking a year off taking a year off to me implies that oh you're just having fun like fuck no <laughs> sleepless nights changing diapers um all kinds of stuff um but yeah i haven't asked i haven't asked Allie yet how long she wants to step away from work uh but again i i think from other people that have had babies and then come back at least her first baby a year seems to be what most people do so I already have it in my head that she's going to be away from work for a year and then I'll just have to fly a fuck ton. And I mean, I don't, I don't mind. And then even if I pick up trips like this, I'm like, oh yeah, uh, I have to go to work, mm, but I'm in Maui and uh, look at that. Uh, you know, I don't think it would be too bad. And it's nice because... My seniority is getting a little higher year by year. 
I wouldn't say it's great, but it's not terrible. Where I can pick up trips like this. Uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a pretty sweet spot. So I think I'd be able to um, pick up some good trips. And then, you know, come to cool places like this. And hopefully be able to show you guys. The last thing I want to talk to you guys about. Okay, so there's. I'm going to tell you this little story that happened yesterday. So when I get to the plane in Denver, we're checking in for the, for the trip. And these two ladies ask me, they say, hey, you're supposed to be working over here. Do you mind working over here? Because we want to work together. And I, I said, yeah, I don't care. What irritates me about that this is what irritates me about when old flight attendants, much older flight attendants, and when I mean older, I don't necessarily mean age, I mean in seniority. These two ladies just happen to be pretty damn old. Uh, though they're both old, one of them is still really good at her job. She knows what she's doing. The other one looks like she's fucking lost. Those are the kind of people where I think like you're, you're too old to be here retire already like there's there's no point to you instead of having x amount of working flight attendants now we're down by one because you are totally lost and you're not doing anything and the rest of us now have to do extra work to make up for your lack of work they asked me i say yes and then the one lady says oh the reason why we're asking you to to switch and in my head I'm thinking why would you don't have to fucking tell me I don't care I didn't ask you why do you want to work together I didn't ask you why you want to switch you asked me do you want to switch and I said yeah I don't care I don't need an explanation for shit but she went into an explanation I even told her I said no no it's cool you don't have to tell me I don't I don't need to know what I should have said is I don't want to know because I don't I don't give a shit she proceeds to tell me that you know they always work together they work these trips all the time, blah, 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 blah. So then I say, but you don't always work together because if you were, you were working together always, you wouldn't have to ask me to switch. Then she goes, oh, well, our friend was supposed to be working the trip and uh, it looks like she got rid of it and now you're here. And I go, well, but if you're friends though, why did, then she should have told you she wasn't coming to work. So are you... Are you, are you really friends? Because if I'm friends with somebody, I communicate with my friends, right? We talk. But I think some of these flight attendants use the word friend to mean coworker or just acquaintance. And so, you know, she had told me and I said, yeah, well, I mean, but if you, if your friend, if you knew your friend, then you would have known your friends not coming to work. And then I said, would you, have ha would you have asked her? And the lady didn't say anything because I feel like they see younger people and they go, oh, well, I'm more senior and I can do whatever I want. And I mean, like I said, I really don't care where I work. And then the other flight attendant who's much older, 
she started telling me, okay, well, what you want to do is, and I go, hey, I got it. Don't worry about it. She goes, well, I do this all the time. I go, yeah, okay. She's like, well, I know what to do. And I go, yeah, I've worked many, many different flights, international, domestic, short, long. I'll get it. She goes, yeah, but you want, I said, don't worry about it. I got it. What pisses me off is when people talk to me as if I don't know what I'm doing. I've been here for almost 10 years. Or I think I'm in my 10th year going into my 11th. Whatever. I've been here for a while. I know what the fuck I'm doing. When people talk to me like I don't know what I'm doing, that pisses me off. Then we get on, we get on the plane. And then the one lady who was in back, she comes to the front. And she starts telling the purser what we need to do and then she like looks at me and goes oh yeah and I go I said I got this and she goes well I'm just trying to help out I go but you're in the way because in the front it's it's smaller you know it's a tight it's a tight space it's not like there's a bunch of space so I said well you're in the way are you working up in, up front or are you working in back she goes I'm working in back I said okay well go over there do your job and I'll stay up here and I'll do my job like you guys wanted to work together right I go, okay, so how about you go in the back and we'll, we'll figure it out up here. If we need your help, we'll ask you. So she walks away like, I want to tell you, get the fuck out of here. I think a lot of these flight attendants also think that because they do a route always or often, they feel like when new people come in, they need to teach them how to do it so that everybody's taking care of what you don't. You don't have to do that. The service is going to get done. I mean, for fuck's sake, we had seven hours. Even if we didn't know what we were doing in seven hours, we would have had plenty of time to do it. It was just irritating. And then I was talking to my purser. And she had a couple interactions, especially with the older one. She was like, she's just condescending. Like, she talks to me like, if I don't know what I'm doing, yeah, she did the same shit to me. That's why I had to tell her, like, yeah, fuck off. And for the most part, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm really nice at work to my, to my coworkers. But when you do stupid shit like that, like when we got to the hotel, I normally help the ladies off the van, especially if they're older. Because, you know, I don't, I don't want anybody to trip. Or I got up to my room and I told Allie, I said, yeah, you can tell that I'm irritated. She goes, why? I said, I didn't help anybody off the fucking van. So I got off the van and I just walked to the back to grab my bag. I was like, I could care three shits about if one of these old ladies broke a fucking head. She was like, God damn. I go, yeah, no, I just. Like when you, when you, when you're a piece of shit to me, there's nothing in me that wants to be nice to you. Cause I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, so that was a little story I wanted to share with you guys. Should I have shared it? Mm, probably not, but now you guys know. Oh, let me see if I can show you around real quick. So this is, my room is here. The beach, the ocean is back there. And then over here is a golf course. And then the mountain. Yeah. So that's it.
Thank you guys for coming back. I appreciate it. Remember, rate, like, subscribe. I can't thank you guys enough for coming back every week. And um, yeah, just thank you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you for everything you guys do. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, cool. And there's a rainbow over there. And I don't know if you can see the rainbow. But it's over there. I hope you guys can see it. All right. See you next week.